Hey everyone, we're Coloring Company. I'm Christine. And I'm Paige. <laughs> and we're, <laughs> we're looking into Genesis, the book of Genesis for the month of May. Um, we're talking about what we've learned, our questions, and how we've talked to our kids about it. Mm. Hey Christine, it's already <laughs> May 23rd. What happened to all our other episodes? <laughs> it's too much. It's uh, really crazy that May has passed so quickly. Yes, um, it is. But at least, you know, we're getting one in the... <laughs> Wait, well, did we do one in May? We did one in May. We might do another one next week. And we might do another one. There's another week. Yeah. Oh, man. And then um, I travel after that. So we have oh, some okay. blank spots coming up in our schedule we'll, it's uh, summer keep... people get it <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep reading the bible but we just won't be broadcasting it <laughs> okay yep, yep. i promise we still read <laughs> just kidding um so uh in our discussions about Genesis, though, I'm curious where you're at with your kids currently, just as a bookmark. Yeah. Last time you're so, about. yeah. Yeah. So we're in the same place. I have not been doing the nice. morning Bible studies oh, with my kids. Well, and I'll tell you what's going on is like, I'm, I don't know, a creature of ritual or something like, but um, our routine got totally turned upside down when we left the mm. house to go visit my in-laws for Easter. Yeah. When we came back, it was like springtime and time to start messing with the yard. And here in the yeah. great white North, <laughs> spring and summer is a very short uh. season. So, <laughs> so we've been outside oh, no. as much as humanly possible and haven't gotten back into waking up on time doing any homeschool like worksheet homeschooling we're doing like let's go outside mm. and talk about plants and butterflies uh, freedom and why the sun is rising earlier and all that stuff um oh, so good who's got that question outside is so great but Parker's um, totally mystified by the sunrise isn't he <laughs> <laughs> your <laughs> oldest <laughs> what Yes, what? my one-year-old is like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the guy who made a trebuchet. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Seasons? What? <laughs> um, what's going on? So, yeah. I mean, we're still in. But I did, I did go to bed last night thinking, okay, I'm waking up to do the podcast. I think I'm actually going to try to get my routine back on schedule starting with bible study mm. with my kids so hopefully <laughs> I, hopefully we can get back to it but we're on uh i think like chapter 17 which of genesis which i'm sure nobody's like oh yeah 17 i remember what that's about that's <laughs> just thinking <laughs> It's the Most chapter about the institution of circumcision. So that's fun. Right. <laughs> right. To my so that's six, six and nine year old. 
Chinese, they're like, wait, what? Mom, what's going on? What is <laughs> this? <laughs> so, oh no. I just, after so, 17, beware. What's great is that my kids aren't beware. asking what it is real specifically, and I don't have to explain it real specifically. Um, but I do tell them it's <laughs> it's a way to make them more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I talk about circumcision of their heart. You know what I mean? I kind mm. of change change oh, the subject, yeah. as it were, you know, to the circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. The ultimate, like, the or not ultimate, the leading up to what it's sure. a shadow yeah. of. Yeah. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the right word. <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing it is the great word word. (laughs) (laughs) yes thank you so i mean speaking of (laughs) ah (laughs) speaking of ah (laughs) i was looking i was looking into some uh tower of babel questions that i have oh yeah so if you rewind in your in (laughs) in where you are um I am curious you know let me tell you the conversation that brought this up um I was sitting in a bible study of mark a mark bible study and maybe not relevant (laughs) to the story (laughs) but some ladies were wondering what heaven would be like and if we would be talking in all of our languages or even understand each other, and of course we would, but how, like, are we all going to speak one language? Are we all going to, and no one really posed it, but in my head, and the, it was like a fleeting conversation, right? It was so quick, but the thought that I didn't get to say stuck with me all week, probably because I didn't get to say it and it felt like unresolved, <laughs> but I didn't right. get to say that I don't, I actually wonder if there were any language, if there's any language today that was like the language <clears throat> they spoke before the Tower of Babel. Like, did God just make all new ones, or is like Hebrew really is, like? Is there a? I bet there's like a rabbit hole you could go down about Hebrew being like mm-hmm. the language. <laughs> so, For sure, especially because there's so much in like even the letter shapes and stuff you know like yeah for anyone who doesn't know there's a lot of interesting symbolism within the just shapes of letters in mm-hmm. the hebrew alphabet and what words put together mean like layers of meaning and mm-hmm. things like that anyway and but when you look at the other languages that god created <laughs> there is also so many marvelous things within those languages like it's hard to say whether or not I'm I mean <laughs> it's kind of the Lord <laughs> of God to not have put the Bible only in one language oh sure and um that's really fascinating because there are like I think if you read the Quran in any other language you're basically told you're not really reading the Quran right so and I think that would be an easy way for God to say you know they're not going to understand because they're literally not going to understand. And that's like, feels like a cruelty. (laughs) It doesn't feel very good or like, 
not very motivating to pursue learning that language just to right. know a god who would rather not yeah hide himself like know. that yeah it's kind of weird but I also don't want to knock it completely because sure like yeah you know yeah there's yeah, yeah. value in learning the original language of any manuscript. for sure yes. yeah exactly yes. Yes. so like I don't want to be too too crazy about that people can go real far with that like yeah. I don't know anyway it's true my point true. is in the narrative <laughs> of the Tower of Babel I had yeah. caught something very funny, um, <clears throat> but now I, I just want to read it really quick. Yeah, before I forget, it's it. so um, short. <laughs> it is really short. Can we read the whole thing? Sure. I feel like <laughs> what chapter is it? Six. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Whoa! I am crazy. Oh no way. <laughs> chapter seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much I could say about knowing Bible references too I was reading in um the New Testament one of I think one of Paul's letters he references Old Testament scripture by saying really funny things like it is written or <laughs> just, yeah but no reference where like right okay. right right feel a little better about myself now <laughs> it's written in there it's just there you know it's in there probably chapter seven no eleven oh <laughs> Oh no. But I mean, it is helpful to know the references. So the Tower of Babel, I'm gonna read it. Okay, here we go. Starting. All right. Nine now whole verses. Whole... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now the, the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come. Let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building and the Lord said, <clears throat> sorry, the Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth and they stopped building the city. <laughs> that is why it was called Babel. Because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. <clears throat> what a story. Man. <laughs> it's hard as a linguist to be like, <sighs> like to read this story. It's like, <laughs> I this know. is why I had to learn another language. Like, this is. <laughs> like, it's really, you know, <clears throat> I grew up with a very like very smart people and then I was just all constantly I feel like sometimes I'm a fraud because I'm surrounded by smart people so I kind of like <laughs> like chameleoned into being a smart person <laughs> but not really <laughs> listen to my language right anyway <laughs> my, my brother is who pops into my head and I can just hear you know his not my current brother but my you know 10 years ago brother oh sure would say to me 
that is not a full story. There are so many no details. There right. Non no details here. going on here. Yeah. There's uh this is a this is the mark of a of a fairy tale. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, exactly. Like this is not this is not how history works. <laughs> this kind of thing. And that's not who he is now. I think he's actually more open to um things. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shout out, hey brother. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as a mom, he'll be listening to this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So he come his like that voice comes into my head. It's a he's a critical thinker. It's not a bad thing, yeah. but biblical criticism has become a very you know loud voice yeah. in our in our world. And yeah. so what strikes me is that I think if you take it, <laughs> if you forget that like they had left a garden, right? Mm -hmm. This is, this is a long time ago. Okay, wait, let's count this out a little bit. How many years from creation is Babel, right? Like, or not creation, the fall. Do we have uh, any Google ability? Yes. <laughs> okay. How many years? Because that timeline, and that's not even, okay, not how many years, but how many like documented life ages life ages. okay people i'm so sorry <laughs> as you listen to me 700 years after the flood okay so uh, possibly 2354 years from the beginning of the world to confusion of the tower of babel i don't okay. know that's according to Oh, Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, super reliable. <laughs> the authority. Right? I know. No, this is in question. I know anyway, like everyone has questions about this, but the general, my thought generally is that like before Babel, what city, you know, was built? There was Edom, right? Or Edom? It was... Um, where Cain left, Cain left yeah. after he murdered his brother. Right. And he established a city, right? Like, did he not? Yeah. These are my did. questions that I'm coming out. Like, if this great city was the first great city ever, like, it, it was either marvelously great. Sure. <laughs> or it was one of the first like they're building cities okay we have cities today so it's probably just a really marvelous city now you look at the whole world and we're extremely advanced and stuff sure super you know we've made a lot of we've made a great name for ourselves human mm. right mm -hmm. so yeah the fame of us <laughs> so great there's even like a netflix show where this guy i think it's called the last bus we oh. just watched the first episode oh. um and the guy is basically like <clears throat> he's trying to wipe out 
humanity from the earth because they're ruining it sure <laughs> so, like but he's like supposed like to be that idea which is silly i know <laughs> i know which is everyone advocating for another noah's ark like <laughs> like what what is happening are yeah. people really they want that yeah. it's there will be another total destruction coming but that's not isn't it okay so <clears throat> the question of the tower of babel then is there's there's not enough detail here at all to know what languages were spoken sure. there were languages born from other languages you know yeah, so there's like yeah, yeah. no one has any idea how many um but when we talk about every knee shall bow every tongue confess um yes. that jesus is lord and that every you know every every person individual every individual right. like their right. literal tongue and their language yeah yeah <laughs> will be yes. yeah. it's all under his sovereignty and from him yes. <clears throat> which is i think what's striking me about the tower Mm. the tower right the city itself yeah. is that this is the same this is um the first babylon right like this is yes this is babylon the babylon yeah. that's alluded to that will rise up mm -hmm. again and, yeah because um, babylon is in shinar and this is babel is literally where babylon gets its name so yeah mm -hmm, okay. this is babylon yeah mm -hmm. and so <laughs> okay drawing Drawing conclusions from this story is very hard because there aren't many details, but if you take in other accounts throughout the Bible of what this place means, mm -hmm. um, it really is, it's funny to think it's a city, like, because <clears throat> we think of it as a tower, the Tower of Babel. Sure, yeah. And we think how important the tower is, but... Yeah. I don't know how we got to that. I think the tower is important. That was important. Sure. The tower that reaches to the heavens is a big detail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can make a name for ourselves. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's a city, build mm -hmm. ourselves a city, that's the big idea. The first idea is that they're trying to be together, all at peace, unified in rebellion like they right all right all right all right <laughs> they're trying to make yeah well i mean the big sin of the tower of babel is it is the same it's okay so what's really great about the fall is that it lays out the basis of all sin throughout the bible <clears throat> yeah so okay. this is the same sin as the fall it's these people choosing their will over god's will and so they're like, we are going to come together and cooperate to get done what we want done. And the language here of making a name for ourselves is, I mean, if you know anything about the history of Judaism, you know that the name or Hashem is God's title. So they're trying to become That's God, good. right? the name of God is holy. It's the name of God that's, you know, Abraham or Moses is exposed, is uh, introduced to God with the name. It, the name is so important. And so here 
the fact that all humanity has come together to rebel against God's name to create their own name is mm. like the main plot point conflict here. That's why it's so short. <laughs> That's why it's so short. Like, Just like the fall. Like, okay, she well, ate it. <laughs> she ate the fruit of the tree because she, she looked at it and she saw that it was good for wisdom and tasty. And she judged that it was good mm. by herself and not, you know, and broke mm. God's command not to do that. So same sort of but thing. But then she there. brought the community into it. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, her yep. community. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and yeah. he listened mm. to her, you know, mm. instead of mm. correcting her, rebuking her, saying no, he just was like, yep, let's do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and he can't then, deny that he thought it was a good idea too right like, and then god yeah. came down and was like hey what's going on here and they were like it's his fault it's his fault it's his fault it's his fault instead of coming to him and being like oh no we did it and repenting you know they just were like yeah it's someone else's fault uh we did the thing <clears throat> but ooh, it's somebody else's i don't it's this is your fault <laughs> actually turned it back on god <laughs> no that's yeah the tower, the city, the making yourself greater. Yes. Like that's totally echoed through all of scripture. Yeah. In how Jesus combats that, like even among his friends, right? Right. Like just constantly. Yeah. Humbling, humbling, humbling. Yeah. Um, all the stories of like when you go to a feast, sit at the lowest table so that you can be invited up oh yeah sort of thing you know like stuff like that kind of comes to mind Jesus yeah thought all that so and then so we're also we we're <laughs> in my <laughs> other bible study we're in um david's story oh, and that's yeah, okay. also a huge theme throughout his mm -hmm. um story just humbling humbling um Oh dear. So I guess maybe I've been thinking about the Tower of Babel so much because I'm in a place where I'd like to be really proud in a lot of ways. Oh, here it is. Um, but I think I'm doing a lot of things wrong in my life. It's really interesting age, like with, um, just my trajectory right now. I feel like I'm getting a lot of closed doors. Interesting. And doors are opening that I'm not really excited about. Right. <laughs> and so instead of being proud, saying like, no, I should be doing something else. I think I just, I'm learning. I think I am being uh, scattered. Oh no. Being humbled. Okay. Yeah. Which is good it's a good thing mm -hmm, it was good mm -hmm. that we got all these different languages yeah because now uh <laughs> now we can uh remember yeah i think i think i'm remembering that in my life right now wish i could go into detail <laughs> but i feel like just open up into too many stories i can't tell all the stories of mm -hmm. my life yeah that's oh, true. too many, too many <laughs> stories page but even this is echoed in 
I mean, we've talked about that before, the Hagar and uh, yeah, Abraham taking Hagar. Yeah. What does Hagar have to do with Exodus, though? Exodus. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Did I write that on my thing? Yeah. Hagar. There's a note here. So look. <laughs> There's a note. <laughs> the story about Hagar is so crazy because um, it's so crazy, Christine. So the chapter before mm-hmm. it so Sarai and Hagar story is um Genesis 16 right and we know that story mm-hmm. um the chapter before is when Abram is promised a son I want to read chapter 15 okay starting at chapter 12 <clears throat> or chapter 12 starting at chapter 15 <laughs> verse 12 it says <laughs> Now, when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, terror and great darkness fell upon him. Then God said to Abram, know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, where they will be enslaved and oppressed for 400 years. But I will also judge the nation whom they will serve, and afterward they will come out with many possessions. As for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You will be buried at a good old age. Then in the fourth generation, they will return here, for the wrongdoing of the Amorite is not yet complete. So what's crazy about this is God is like, Okay, Exodus is going to happen. The enslavement yeah. in Egypt and Exodus is going to happen. He doesn't name Egypt, but he says it's going to happen. And what's interesting is that he points out that you are going to be a foreigner because right now he's in the land. Abram is in the promised land right now. Right. And God points out you are going to be, your like nation is going to be oppressed in a foreign land. And then the next story right after this is Hagar. Crazy. She is an Egyptian slave woman. And Hagar means immigrant. So she's a foreigner in the promised wow. land from Egypt. Yeah. Oh. Then um, when she becomes pregnant and Sarai starts treating her poorly, the actual word used there is oppressed. Sarai starts mm. oppressing Hagar. So, um, whoa, she's a picture of Exodus right there. Yeah, I think unbeknownst to Abram and Sarai, they are, I want to say, causing the Exodus story. Um, Mm. There are so many things that happen in Abram's life that point to, like, he does so many bad things um, Yeah, that you're like, why is he getting away with this? And I think a lot of people are like, why, you know, why yeah. is this God yeah. chosen? Like, Abram sucks. He does all these terrible things. He makes all these he lies, you know, when he's in Egypt and tells people that and he gets all these he gets rich because of his lies and then oh, yeah. he does this whole thing with Hagar, <laughs> Hagar and you're like what how could this possibly God be God's chosen but I think this story points to God's 
faithfulness to be just because he is upholding his promise to Abram, but he's also just to give him consequences for Mm. all his bad decisions. And it's not just on Abram, it's on his descendants for generations after him, you know? And so many people are paying the price for his mistakes. He is the father of nations, but, or the father of, well, nations, I guess, but um, (laughs) those nations, you know, they're suffering consequences of his poor decisions uh, to go against God. And who knows what would have happened if he hadn't chosen that stuff, but it's clear that God knew it was going to happen because he says, Hey, (laughs) you know, your descendants are going to be oppressed in a foreign land. And yeah. So the story of Hagar is just so crazy. And I think what another thing that's super interesting is the story right after Hagar's story is the, (laughs) which is the story we're in right now is the covenant Mm. of the circumcision. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about it, kind of the sin, I guess, of Abram and Sarai just um, with Hagar has to do with male genitalia being yep, improperly yep. used. And so the sign of the covenant is like, hey, man, cut your genitalia and hurt yourself and be humbled. <laughs> and That's that will be the yeah. sign that, you know that's the sign that I've chosen for you to show that we're in covenant. Mm. It's it's very, very interesting. And I can't imagine that it isn't on purpose. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm the way that you put it reminded me of gouge out your eyes, right? If you, Mm -hmm. yeah. If you, if your eyes cause you to sin, gouge them out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Like what an interesting Mm, I don't know I like I have, we're not saying you know every right sexually immoral person become a eunuch or something like just, <laughs> right. yeah that's not it's not uh the point there but but it, it was it's like that a, it correlates with the sin itself it's almost like a warning shot interesting like, and <clears throat> possible yeah yes exactly <laughs> yeah yes that's a very interesting thing to put it because I've been thinking a lot about discipline lately and correction and it is all just warning it's correction yeah it's not for harm that's right yeah it's incredible to me that we reject the lord's discipline as as god being mean right like (laughs) yeah yeah yes it's literally just the natural consequences of your choices like I think sometimes he allows the natural consequences to happen but I think discipline can also come in a form of like a loss of opportunity maybe like I think that that is given sometimes or I feel like maybe that's because I'm facing discipline right now and I'm recognizing it as discipline instead of like Mm -hmm. you know I people are also quick to be like what did I do what did I do that's sometimes not the case it could be completely unrelated um something is just you're looking for something to satisfy you more than christ and more than god and so god is a jealous god and he he what's the verse from james he opposes the proud Mm. that like he 
is causing, he will cause resistance in our lives. Right. So is circumcision being this like resistance for Abraham to have to like a, a memory he'll carry with him forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, not forever, for life. For life. You know, I don't know what our changed bodies are going to be like, but yeah. <laughs> there's no marriage. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just the idea that it's, you know, correlated to the sin. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That it is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I wonder. So, but Abraham, there aren't stories of, there aren't stories of um, what's sin, what, what's his next sin? right like after or not after sin, what's his next great fall like is there another great calamity he brings on himself or it was that like one, the big one and then lot happens and then <laughs> like yeah how does so, abraham end um let's see it's the end of his life well the next thing that happens is isaac is born mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, Sodom, Sodom is burned up or whatever. And Lot's wife turns to salt. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, nope, keep going. Sorry. Um, Abraham lies about Sarah being his sister right. again. <laughs> I have questions about Abimelech, man. Oh yeah, Abimelech, yeah. Have you uh, looked into Abimelech? Is that a different episode or is that today? <laughs> I yeah, I don't I don't I wouldn't have I don't have much to say about Abimelech. But maybe next week we'll talk about Abimelech. Yeah, like I'm gonna yeah. gather my questions. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's the birth of Isaac after Abimelech. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so it was. Yeah, so after Hagar, it's just the promise of Isaac, right? Right. And then the year, during the year, right, all this stuff happens, mm-hmm. and then Isaac is born, and that's when Hagar is oppressed. And Got it. Okay, yeah. And then Abraham's tested. Mm-hmm. And then the, they had um, a covenant. Ram appears. Abraham makes a covenant with Abimelech. See? No, there's a lot of things in there, isn't there? There's a yeah. lot of things in there. I have so many questions. We're going to round up the Bimelech questions in next week. Okay. The Bimelech. Um, and then it's the, the story of offering Isaac and then Sarai dies. So, well, okay. Uh, Just quickly to pick your brain. Elimelech mm-hmm. from Ruth. Elimelech. Um, his name means my God is king, I think. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what does Abimelech mean? <laughs> is oh, where my yeah. thoughts Good go question. like what's his name um abby is king <laughs> <laughs> who is king of bimelech or if it has nothing to do with it like n- different names well mela definitely means king you okay know? ah speaking of ah bimelech <laughs> Melech is father. My father is Ab. Abba is. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
curious. My father is king? Father is king or my father is king? Father is king. Huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got a lot of questions. (laughs) (laughs) Why isn't every prince named Abimelech? (laughs) I know, right? Abimelech one, Abimelech two, (laughs) Abimelech 47. Okay, well. Uh, fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah. Abraham did a lot of weird stuff. Yes. <laughs> and lying to Abimelech. Yes. Was a really weird one. Abimelech shows up later to Abraham, doesn't he? Like Abimelech keeps showing up, and that's why he became a question to me. I think. Yeah. Um. Well, he doesn't like. It's not like a. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> the discipline of the lord so even abraham's like he's kind of humiliated right like caught in a lie kind of thing caught in a lie yeah and what do you do when you're caught in a lie you blame someone else (laughs) oh you could you could (laughs) abimelech was it sarah's idea (laughs) um let's see then he has Isaac and Rebecca. Sure. Jacob. Interesting. Um, it's funny who God elects to be leaders. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, we could talk about the theme of the second born too, even like oh, sure. <laughs> that, that, uh, it's just funny that he would make a pattern out of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, whatever people read into it, they read into it, I guess. Right. I think there are different opinions. Yeah. Really sure. Well, I but, mean, being this, yeah. Yeah. Second born is a major theme in a lot of the Bible. And I think uh, just off the top of my head, it's just a commentary on God being more powerful than people. God's sovereignty because people are like, yeah, firstborn, that's the one, you know, like we're all in. Oh, yeah. We're like made all these laws and like it's, we've decided that the firstborn gets, you know, the majority of the possessions from the father and they have the blessing and they're the most important. And we just lift them up so much, you know, and God's like, okay, no. Okay. i'm i'm in charge here not you okay so that's interesting yeah yeah so just because you're lucky or Mm -hmm. favored by men doesn't mean that you're gonna win i don't know (laughs) win overcome or like whatever it's like god is in charge and yeah it's the whole idea of the upside down thing it's like the person that people see as the highest ideal most powerful or whatever is not mm-hmm. yeah who should actually be in power <laughs> super yeah super interesting yeah i mean that's the theme so in samuel the whole absalom story is what we just you know it's at the end there wrapping up samuel second samuel um 
And I didn't know a lot of these stories in Samuel, so I can't wait to get there in this plan. Mm. Um, actually, by the time we get to Samuel, we will have already gotten through. I think I started this in Leviticus and you were right there. Not You followed pretty quickly. Yeah. So, wow, what did we talk about from Samuel last year? Oh gosh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is about Genesis. <laughs> i'm getting really distracted by samuel bible study (laughs) get out of that no i didn't do too many bible studies Uh, (laughs) they do go together sometimes which is really fun it's true um illuminating okay but with kids so you've been getting back into your routine with your kids i'm hoping to start today Oh yeah, right. That's what you said. You've been hoping. <laughs> I've been hoping. I as well have been in in the hope zone <laughs> of discipling my children. I want to tell you, I was supposed to lead the toddlers on our retreat last weekend, and yeah. I. So all the <laughs> there were supposed to be seven toddlers. Wow. And I was overwhelmed immediately because it was, it wasn't like Sunday school. I mean, Sunday school would be overwhelming with seven because we change a hazard ridden classroom into a toddler nursery every week. So sure. (laughs) So seven toddlers is overwhelming. (laughs) But then there is the, uh, (laughs) the seven toddlers at this retreat that I've, it's a camp they told us to bring our own like bedding and stuff, even for the people oh, sure. who are in cabins. Okay. So it felt like this is going to be rough. Yeah. And yeah. I was not looking forward to that and kind of delayed in preparing. And <laughs> mm-hmm. suddenly when it was, you know, getting really close to, you know, down to the wire of yeah. I should start preparing if I'm going to have anything good kind of thing. Right. So not like right before the retreat, but you know, there were three or four days or something out. People started dropping out and I felt terrible because I had just complained. I had done two things. I complained to myself, not to anyone and to God. Sure. In my heart, bit. grumbling. In my grumbling. heart, I grumbled. I grumbled, Paige. That is what <laughs> I did. I grumbled and said, oh my gosh, what do they expect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just terrible that I did that. And it was terrible. And in this, I, I realized it right away that that was terrible. And I, mm. I, you know, the thought that I had was, how wonderful that the Lord has brought any children at all into yes. this community and that they can grow up seeing other adults and children in a community yeah. who loves him. Like that is so good. And I should never have grumbled. Terrible. So yes, I, right after that, like the day after I got the notice that like people were dropping out. So suddenly there were only four and then suddenly there were only three, my kids and two other and one other family. And then suddenly, yeah, Dougie got sick. (laughs) So my kids didn't even go. So it was just that one toddler. And the mom said that she was fine just hanging out with her toddler. 
and yeah. I stayed with Dougie and Thea here and Mark took our oldest five-year-old to this wonderful retreat it ended up being a really great blessing for Bernie and oh, Mark but and for me here to remember not to grumble and I oh, I'm yeah. sure the Lord is with all of these people like he does not nothing hinged on my preparation of anything <laughs> but just that I didn't get to experience that and see him come through with something wonderful like it was all of these things like I know he would have pulled through mm-hmm. I felt relieved but anyway I'm learning a lot about mm, following <laughs> humbly mm. accepting discipline I guess I don't know those were kind of separate ideas maybe but mm. all right that's all we have for today (laughs) thank you for joining us we would absolutely love to hear from you guys we're on facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. you can find our Mm -hmm. blog at color n company the letter n not the word Mm -hmm. and uh dot com uh, you can also reach us at colorandcompanyblog at gmail.com. That's our email. We love those email rebukes. Send them yeah. our way. <laughs> all right. That's all we have for today. Thank you for joining us. We would absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our blog at color n company the letter n not the word mm. and uh dot com and mm. uh, you can also reach us mm. at color and company blog at gmail.com that's our email we love those email rebukes send yeah. them our way 